0: Hello, and welcome to Ergo Awesome. I am your host, d Forge 5 and I am joined by my co-host, Callum. Hey. We are a new podcast bringing you gaming news and discussion. So on today's episode, we're going to be discussing Minecraft 1.9, Pre-Release 3, Dark Souls, HD remakes, and whether or not 3D is a good trend in the industry. So, uh, this week's big release was Dark Souls. Now, Callum, you've been playing a lot of this. What do you think of it?
1: Well, yeah, I picked it up on Friday, and while somewhat frustrating, I've been really enjoying it.
0: So, you liked the original Team Souls, didn't you, Cal?
1: Yeah, it was one of my favourite games of 2010.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, really hard. Like you said, it was quite... Dark uh, Souls was quite frustrating. I heard they are making it harder than the original. Did you find that in any way?
1: Uh, yeah, it's seriously a seriously hard game. I wouldn't recommend it for anyone who ever plays anything on an easy difficulty.
0: Yeah, so you have, to, you have to really appreciate the old school difficulty of these games, don't you?
1: Yes, I read an interview with the developer of the game, and he was saying that he wanted to make it as hard as possible without being unfair, which I think is quite a good line to have on that.
0: Yeah, uh, it is actually. They're so rewarding when you really get into it. Yeah, right?
1: I mean, it's a lot more. It feels like much more of an achievement. When you beat a boss after six or seven tries, rather than the first time.
0: I know. Uh, I, unlike uh, i been playing Oblivion again quite recently, and in there, you can either play it properly and it's not that much of a challenge, or you can abuse it. But with Dark, with Demon Souls, you actually you're expected to abuse it to some extent, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to. You tend to do whatever you can to get on not, with the game.
0: Yeah, to not die. Really, but uh we're we're breaking off the conversation. So back to Dark Souls, what class have you been playing?
1: Well, I started as the Pyromancer, which is probably the best all rounded starter class. Uh it starts at soul level one, so you can choose where all your points go.
0: Yeah, for um soul level basically means the higher soul level you are, the more stats have been invested. So starting soul level one, you can really it's like a blank slate, effectively, right?
1: Yeah. Because I wasn't sure what I wanted my character to eventually turn into, so I thought I'd start with a clean character and just see where it goes.
0: Yeah, uh, pyromancers, so there's magic in this game. Now, something that quite frustrated me about the original Demon Souls was that you had to get out your catalyst every time you, had to, every time you wanted to cast something. Do they have something like this for uh, pyromancers?
1: Uh, yeah, they do actually. It's uh, pyromancer flame, which you have to take into your right hand whenever you want to cast a spell. I mean, it can be frustrating, but they use all the buttons for everything else, so, I mean, you kind of need to.
0: Does it look, like, awesome? Because I'm envisioning this, your hand just gets covered in a, like, a massive fireball. Is that the case? Pretty much. That is awesome. I think, I think I'll think i be playing Pyromancer as soon as I get the game, because I want to play a class where Although, I can go. Although,
1: um, the game has a new system whereby, with the Pyromancer, you only have a finite amount of times you can cast a spell every life
0: yeah so uh, So you you
1: tend to be saving it for tougher enemies
0: yeah like bosses of course
1: Or uh, there are a number of enemies that I mean in one of the earlier levels I found that there were a couple of enemies in the level that were harder than the boss
0: yeah there are quite often enemies in the Demon's Souls Dark Souls series where you're just meant to run past them rather than actually engage them until later on
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of enemies in the first few levels which you're not supposed to beat. You can run past them to get what you're guarding, and then they will kill you. But because every item you pick up stored in your inventory even when you die, you get the item anyway. So,
0: Yeah, uh, so in the original Demon's Souls, you were given sort of choice of where you went to the next level. So you'd, um, you'd finish the level, then you can go to any of the other worlds. And you weren't actually expected to do it, like, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Is that the case in Dark Souls?
1: Well, Dark Souls is a lot less linear than Demon Souls. It's got, sort of, one world, and you choose directions to go in. I mean, I chose to go... There were, uh... uh like a crossroads, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, There's uh, a
0: crossroads, and you chose to go, like, right or left, yeah?
1: Yeah, and because I chose that path, I've been choosing a number of different paths along that path, and, uh... I've ended up somewhere.
0: Yeah, you've ended up sort of. It's more your own game. It's not. It's not as linear, so you kind of choose to see what happens in yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So moving on from Dark Souls, because you could talk all day about Dark Souls. Yeah. I'd be quite happy to. Yeah. We'll just rename
1: this Dark Souls podcast. <laughs> we could.
0: Anyway, yeah, moving on from that, Minecraft one point nine. So point three came out quite recently for 1.9 is like, free release to the beta you have interesting views on free releases actually, don't you Cal?
1: Yeah, I think some people can be a bit annoyed that they're releasing so many pre-releases, you have to keep downloading them and I think some people are actually irritated that there's so many new features to learn, but they're obviously going to try and bring out as many new things as they can in the run up to its release
0: And of course, the good thing about pre-releases is they're entirely optional I mean, I don't have to update my Minecraft to 1.9 unless I actually want to play around with the new stuff, yeah?
1: Yeah, I think they're good because they give the developers a chance to easily see any bugs that are developing, and anyone who wants to can get a good look at the new content.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been enjoying the hardcore mode, because I was playing this before, hardcore mode before you could properly play hardcore mode, you know? But uh, I enjoy it, because it makes it like the way Notch wants it to be played, sort of a roguelike game. Have you been doing much hardcore,
1: yeah? Uh, Yeah, I've done it a little. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, hardcore mode locks your difficulty at hard, and when you die, your world is deleted.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's good. We were watching Jeb the other night, actually, uh, kind of riffing on him doing it. You can really see quite a lot of the new features like the blazes and nether forts. What do you think of the new nether content, I suppose? Well,
1: um, I think it's good to add some new things to the nether because it's been pretty much ignored since it was added in last year's Halloween update.
0: Which we're coming up for this year's Halloween update uh, again soon, hopefully. Uh, Probably 1.10, I guess, because, um, well, they'll be releasing it in November early on. So, what do you think of the new mob, the dragon that uh, Notch has been talking a bit about?
1: Well, yeah, that's been rumored for a very long time, and as Notch said a while ago, that he wanted to add some kind of flying transport. Everyone's asking whether you can ride it.
0: Yeah, I've not actually heard anything officially from Notch yet about whether or not we will be able to ride it. But uh, it looks um, he's working on the texture right now. Uh, I've sent you a picture actually earlier, obviously. Our listeners can see this, but uh, look it up. It looks quite trippy, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: has, has he right color? Has he
1: said yet? Well, this whether this will be in the nether or the main game world? Because they haven't really had any mobs in the main game world which can. Because I mean, the dragon Is, has presumably the potential to destruct to be very destructive.
0: Yeah, I mean, the closest thing to like. Uh... Destroying yourself as Enderman, but yeah. So you are saying, sort will be like the Ghasts. but yeah. Uh, those... I
1: mean, actually, I suppose they wouldn't have it in the Nether because it'd be equivalent to a Gast, but
0: except you could ride it. Hopefully, no. Uh, from what I've seen of the images, it looks like it's in the main game. He might be adding it to the new realm, though the uh, flying le- realm, the Aether or Ether, or whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, the Ether was a mod that came out some time ago, and it had loads of new features. It yeah, was...
0: but he's officially releasing it, you know. That's Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, he's got uh, portals in strongholds, so we'll be able to go to the Ether.
1: Yeah, it's good that the strongholds are functional now because while the new generated structures look pretty cool, they're normally a bit pointless after a while.
0: Anyway, uh, moving on from Minecraft, let's get to the main discussion about HD remakes and 3D and whether these are good trends in the industry. Now, let's start with HD remakes because ECO and Shadow of the Colossus remake have come up very recently. What do you think about the HD remakes?
1: Well, I think it's great for people who didn't play the games first time around. For example, you never played Eco of the Shadow of Colossus because you didn't, like... you didn't have a PlayStation 2. <coughs> and I've been telling you about them for years now because I thought they were some of the best games on PlayStation 2 and possibly ever.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'm getting uh, Shadow of Colossus soon, actually. It looks... I, I think it's a good thing because it does give us a second chance. But for the purposes of argument, I am going to be... I'll take the bad guy for this review and say that it does distract the developers from making new stuff, just uh, making their old stuff look a little prettier. What's your view on that?
1: Well, I suppose you could say that, but developers aren't always going to be working on the titles you want to play, are they?
0: No, and of course, sometimes, like uh, Shadow of Colossus, of course, we know isn't going to have a proper sequel. It's got that new one, what's that one? The... the Last
1: Guardian, which has been. It was announced some time ago. Uh, it's hoped there'll be a release date sometime in 2012. Uh, I mean, I'm incredibly excited about that game, despite having seen very little. Just because both Eco and Shadow of the Colossus were spectacular, beautiful games. Mm-hmm. And uh, upon seeing the. In both of Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, you have two main characters that you have. A, a, a Relationship between in ECO is the boy and uh, the girl who's called Yorda. In Shadow of the Colossus, it's um, your character and your horse Agro. And in both of these games, actually, I can't say what I was going to say there.
0: In both of these games, it's sort of it's very quiet, isn't it?
1: Yeah, both of them have uh, very strong big atmosphere. emphasis on the relationship between the two characters and the loneliness, but. So I think they'll add more of the same with the the new uh, sort of helping character is a giant eagle type thing, which sort of helps the boy get through what he can't get past.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty. Yeah, it looks quite strange actually. actually and I think I'm to...
1: already trying to prepare myself for when they tr- for when they make you think the bird's dead.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because uh, I can... was going
1: to make an anecdote about how in. Both Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, their points were. But then I realised that would be spoilers for you it's and everyone.
0: All, it's kind of already happened. So, But you know what? Does it matter? It kind of looks like a Chinese dragon, actually, if you look at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's got a great design and it could be a really great game.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, but actually, remakes, like I said, I actually do like them, but. There are a few bad points, so it does distract developers also if they're unsuccessful, it could cause quite a lot of uh, damage to the studio since they're quite costly to it's quite costly to remake an entire game for h d
1: well, I mean most of the games've been remaking were classics that a lot of people have enjoyed i mean Eco and Shadow of the Colossus were critically acclaimed but commercially ignored to be honest when they first came out. Which I think is a tragedy. So I think it's great that they're getting remade. The other recent HD remakes have been two uh, God of War collections and a Splinter Cell collection.
0: Mhm. Yeah, they God of War. It, that wasn't quiet. I mean, there's a lot of people who've played these games. So uh, is an HD remake really made, really needed for games like this, which did have a following?
1: Well, I suppose it depends on who. Uh, it depends on whether the people who played it first time round really want to play it again in
0: HD. Yeah. I guess. But uh, moving on, let's talk about 3D. What's your thought of 3D?
1: Well, I mean, there are two main opinions here. One of them is, my God, it looks awesome. Another one's sort of grumpy, it's just a gimmick. I don't really care. But, I mean, obviously with the Nintendo 3DS being released recently that's been a commercial failure so far. But, I mean, some of the main problems with that were it started with a poor selection of launch titles and there were a couple of major scare stories in the news about how it was damaging to the eyes of children because uh, no one under six is supposed to use the 3D effect. But it was...
0: It was... um... It caused the a lot sp- of headaches, didn't it? I mean, if you play for half an hour, you get a headache.
1: Well, I mean, I haven't experienced that myself. I mean, I think for quite a lot of people, it's perfectly fine. When I purchased, uh, in my opinion, the best game available for the console just now, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D a few months ago, mm-hmm. I mean, I played that for about ten hours at a time without any repercussions at all.
0: That's it. we are like proper gamers. We're just staring at screens for hours on end. Uh a lot of the people who probably are suffering these are people who aren't used to it. they haven't uh, they haven't got used to staring at screens for hours on end. And same with a lot of people who buy who bought three DS. Yeah, it's had a recent
1: major price cut because a lot of people. Uh, one of the, the problems who- I think was that parents were seeing these stories about headaches and damaged eyes, and they wouldn't buy it for their children. Which I mean, that was a lot of. DS's the market. were bought by parents for children because it was a sort of family-friendly console, much like the Wii, but it could distract children.
0: Do you think, uh, just to go sort of off-topic, do you think this could sort of be the end of Nintendo's hold on the handheld market? What was the commercial failure of this and Sony's PlayStation Vita coming up soon? I think that so that
1: hand a lot of the handheld market that Nintendo created... Has now moved on to even more casual games on smartphones.
0: Uh, I, I think for like our listeners' uh, information, we both hate casual games. Yeah. 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 We're if, not. If, if you ever, if
1: you've ever played Angry Birds, just leave now.
0: I've played Angry Birds, man. Angry Birds is leave, leave now. The... Okay, They're I'm not... going. I'm going whoa. solo. Whoa, whoa, we're, we're, whoa, whoa, having, whoa. we're having a schism. <laughs> Dude, this is my podcast. Well, I'll, anyway. make, I'll make a separate podcast, and it will fail. Anyway, I'll call it. We're Ergo's off topic. Rubbish. We're off topic. Off topic. You're off topic on life. You've played Angry Birds. <laughs> okay, let's go back. But yeah, neither of us are big fans of Catwell. I played. It, I only played it to see what Angry Birds. By the was way, bad.
1: listeners, if you have played Angry Birds, I don't actually hate you.
0: Yes, we don't actually hate you.
1: Just mild dislike.
0: Yeah, actually, I actually, the casual game which I hate the most is Civ World. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of Civilization series. Uh, Civ World butchers it, which has kind of developed me a hate for all other casual uh, games. I suppose
1: for anyone who hasn't played Civilization quite a lot, it's, it's quite scary to begin with, because there's so many things to do. And it's not a game people who haven't played something that before would be used to.
0: No, it is, like... It is massive series, like, it's on its fifth game in 20 years, so it's quite slow. It's not like Call of Duty. What's that, eighth game coming out now?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, they have two separate development teams, so each team gets two years of development, but... Mm
0: -hmm. And it only takes two years, they don't add a lot of content in between, it's not like... Well, they don't really
1: have to make a new engine, because they just slightly update the old one.
0: yeah. But uh, we've gone off topic. Uh, 3D, we were talking about with the uh, casual market. So, I don't know. I think, though, like you said, because a lot of the people who, were, who made Nintendo's sort of the king have sort of drifted away. I think Sony, because their hardware looks like it's a bit better than Nintendo's this time around. I think we could be looking at Sony dominating the handheld games market. But obviously, we're talking Apple, really. They really dominate it, if you think about it.
1: Well, I mean, the Vita looks interesting because it's got lots of different ways to play with the rear touchscreen. But I think the Vita's going to have to offer something more than just PlayStation on the move.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course, um, which one is it that the new Monster Hunter is coming out on?
1: Uh, is that is the new Monster Hunter is being released for the 3DS with the new p- peripheral, which is going to... It's a sort of thing that clips onto the side. It It looks pretty horrible, but it adds a right analog stick.
0: Yeah, I don't know. See, for me, Monster Hunter, it's a game for which you want a proper monitor or a proper screen to be playing on. Well, you don't want to be just playing it on a handheld, like on the train or something. You want to be able to sit down on your sofa or your chair and actually get properly into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's also... Monster Hunter, I'm going to be honest, I've got a few Monster Hunter games myself, and if you're not hooked up to the internet with it, they're a bit dull. Of so you need uh, you kind of want to be sort of playing online and if you're using the handheld sort of outside yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going with this, just cut this out.
0: Anyway, no, anyway. so um, <laughs> yeah, Capon though in the West they just cannot seem to, I mean, what was it? try try for the Wii? Yes. Yeah, I know that was like, I know what they're trying to do because it was a big console but the people who are going to want to buy Monster Hunter aren't the people who play on the Wii. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some... There are going to be some people on every console who are more hardcore, air quotation marks, but I'd say that they have no reason that it's better to release a Monster Hunter game on the Wii, other than a larger user base. I
0: obviously in the in East where Xbox is pretty much non-existent um, it's like, obvious that they're going to want to release it on either uh, PS3 or Wii uh, also outside of South Korea I don't think PCs are that good so um, when it comes down to it though PS3 or Wii I'd have gone for the PS3 because um, I'd imagine the market for there would be larger for a uh, proper hardcore game I mean you have Demon Souls which is, in many respects, very similar, just to go back to it. Which you could. Well, see. I suppose
1: the aim of the, the thing is still to go around with uh, allies and enemies and try and defeat lo- massive bosses. Mm. Talk but about. Demon Souls was, it was a complete surprise that it did so well. I mean, they weren't expecting it to do well at all, it wasn't no. originally going to have a Euro- European release.
0: No, but um, it did, and they're keeping the servers open for at least till the end of the year. But uh, yeah,
1: to- I've got a lot of love for Demon Souls, and I be I I was I was still playing on the servers with you and other people until
0: Dark Souls. Dark Top Souls Friday. came out. Yeah, um. But talking about online games, you've heard the new Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Ten is going to be on the Wii, but it's also going to be effectively an MMO. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the subscription fee and stuff, I don't know, I don't like that.
1: No, I mean, I'm generally against subscription fees at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, talk about uh, MMOs for a second, in terms of subscription fees, they're dying out. The last MMO I can see, sort of major release, which isn't a sandbox one like EVE Online, which is coming out with a big uh, subscription fee model, is going to be the Old Republic. But, um, That said, the massive threat to all these MMOs coming out early next year, Guild Wars 2, is actually going to be you buy the box, then you can play. Uh, I like that model. Uh, How about you?
1: Yeah, I think that once you've purchased the game, you should be allowed to play it online. I mean, there have been something that uh, I think Resistance 3 started recently, which is if you buy the game second hand, then you have to purchase a code to play online which is so that they can get more money out of second-hand sales, because they don't get any money out of second-hand sales, actually. But if you want to play it online, then you have to pay them more money.
0: I don't know. When it comes to DRM, second-hand and stuff, I have bought my share of second-hand games, but uh, that said, when it comes down to it, I do agree that it's fair enough that developers may want to add some sort of DRM or something occasionally, as long as it doesn't massively infringes Ubisoft's the worst because you have to be connected to the internet all the time to play their games but uh, I don't know I don't mind really having to purchase to play online if I'm getting the single player free what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah I mean it can be frustrating for someone who's bought the game second hand they then have to pay a subsequent fee just to play online but Mm -hmm. I mean games developers can lose large amounts of money on games being sold second-hand. Because, I mean, Demon's Souls itself actually had very large second-hand sales because people would start playing it, realise they'd never played anything this hard before, get really frustrated, and then just trade it in.
0: And then, of course, you get people like me who knew, people like you who'd played it and enjoyed it, who'd get it a bit cheaper for second-hand. Although, effectively, it was really... It's like these people are sort of buying it for someone else and the company's making the um, game or GameSpot or whatever you have is making twice as much money from it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, we really... We're, we're meant to be talking about 3D, are Yeah, we, we kind of
1: drifted away from that, but I'll go back to it. I mean, way. I think it will see... How, three, how popular 3D will become once the price of 3D TVs becomes into a place where they can become mass market.
0: Yeah, I think one of the... Um, I mean, Sony's the leading edge in this because not only do their consoles have 3D support, but they're running out 3D TVs as well and bundles and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: They're going to have the advantage. I mean, Microsoft and Nintendo would have to do a lot of updating. I don't even know if the Wii U's could have 3D support. Uh,
1: no, I'm not sure, but, well, I mean, it's not necessarily... I mean, I've got a couple of support. games for the PlayStation that have 3D support. Uh, I haven't really been tempted to buy a 3D TV just because they're so expensive. One of the things that I like the idea of is that you can set it so that 3D... The basic idea behind 3D is that the screen displays two separate images, then tricks your eyes into thinking that that's what it's yeah. seeing. But what you can do is you can have it set up so that each... Uh, Part, each pair of glasses that someone's wearing sees one of the different images so you can essentially have it so that you're playing split screen on the on. full screen and you can't screen pee which I think is really cool
0: of course one of the major problems with uh, 3D is that it um, right now if you're making it for 3D there's you're probably going to have to either make it a Playstation exclusive or put a lot of extra development time into it yeah, I, I mean, most of the games that
1: support 3D I've seen have been ones with a lot of, a very large development house, or PlayStation exclusives. For example, Killzone 3 and Gran Turismo 5 both had 3D support, and they're both PlayStation exclusives.
0: Yeah, of course, I mean, I know the video's actually bring out 3D monitors, you've already got 3D graphics cards and stuff out, um, which means PC could keep up, but Apart from uh, Sony Online Entertainment's games, you don't really see many PlayStation PC ones. Normally, if you're on PlayStation and another console, that's going to be the Xbox. So, uh, it's sad that uh, even if 3D was good, it's not really going to be very popular.
1: Yeah, just to make a slight segue away from that, um, I've heard that the PC version of Battlefield 3 is actually quite high above the console versions in terms of quality, because uh, I think DICE were quoted as saying that they weren't going to let the consoles hold back the PC version. And uh, I think if they're, if companies are going to start doing that, then I I want new consoles.
0: Well, I mean, we are, we are seeing sort of the end of the cycle, uh, or we should be anyway, the Wii U is coming out, so I'd say probably next year or two we should be seeing the announcements from Sony and Microsoft over their new stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see what they're offering. I mean, the Wii U looks interesting. I think the name is quite poor, but yeah. they want to they want to get across that it's the Wii brand, which
0: which of is people... yeah. I mean, after kind of the disaster of the GameCube, which uh, let Nintendo was the weakest of the big three consoles, uh, the Wii that just took the uh, whole thing by storm and uh, sort of cemented Nintendo as the casual, the family friendly company. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nintendo have got that, but
1: they they, all, they do make some very good first-party titles. Like Zelda. Yeah, I mean, Zelda Skyward Sword's coming out mid-November, I think. Uh, uh, I, saw
0: th- I was actually watching uh, a lot of the press conferences a couple of years ago, and I saw the uh, Skyward Sword. It looks quite good. Yeah. But uh, what were you saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks like a very good game. Uh, the motion detection with the sword fighting looks really good, but... It would be it would be better if you can't argue that if it was on the PlayStation.
0: Or Xbox, of course. But uh, yeah, um that is sort of the that is one of the major problems Nintendo has is that it's hardware. Although again that's its greatest strength, is a lot more affordable than the uh, PlayStation or Xbox.
1: And obviously also a lot more accessible for those of us who aren't used to gaming.
0: Yeah, uh, so I think it's about time we wrapped up. We've got about half an hour of podcasting goodness. Is anyone actually still listening? If you are, we salute you. Um, and, and thank you for listening to Ergo Awesome. So, um, is there anything you want to say just before we end this show? Send all hate mail to the appropriate address. Yeah, uh, send all hate mail to the appropriate address, which will be in the description. One. So is there anything you want to give any publicity before we uh, end? No. No? All right. Uh, Well, thank you all for listening. As we said before, we should be back next week. As soon as we get at least one listener between now and next week. Yeah, I
1: think you all is optimistic.
0: Yes, it is a bit. Anyway, thanks for listening, and see you.